Good morning, everybody. Thank you for logging on this morning. We're super happy to be here with you. Uh, this is Maggie Cavanaugh with Keys to Your Best Life, and I have an awesome guest today, Keita Moses. And first, I want to tell you that we are out there on several platforms, so we're not going to do our usual interaction of, hey, what's up, girl? How's it going? And all of that, because we want to be able to focus on this amazing story that God has given and this testimony. However, we will see your comments afterwards. We'll respond to all the questions and answers and all of that good stuff. So first and foremost this morning, Akita, thank you so much for being here this morning. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a blessing. Uh it is a blessing. Um, I met Keita just recently, really, a couple months ago. Uh, we had the honor, my husband and I had the honor of uh, speaking in a marriage conference in Murfreesboro. And her and her husband was there speaking right after us. And so as I listened to her story, I was like, what? We're just, you know, we're cut from the same cloth here. We've got the same backgrounds. We, you know, we both were single parents. We've both been through cancer. We've both been, been through so much. And God gets the glory yeah. for all of the stuff the enemy tried to steal. Right, Keita? Amen. Amen. <laughs> so before we get started, I just want to give you a little bit of her formal, uh, you know, her bio here because it's so precious. And, you know, I'm calling her Keita, but she's known, uh, and I love this, because it says affectionately. I love that because that just shows the love uh, that people have for her referred to as Lady Kita because she is uh, she's a native to Columbia. She's the wife of Pastor Sean Moses. Some of you may or may not know Sean. He's a, definitely a, a man of God in the Murfreesboro area. And they have the church of True Victory Christian um, in there in Murfreesboro. I love the name of that true victory because you can have victory. It can be fake victory. I'm just saying, all right, short term victory. This is true victory. She's a woman of virtue. And, and this is the part of love. It says that she has dignity and grace and she's known for her confidence, straightforwardness, unconditional yet tough love, okay? wisdom where she wholeheartedly and enthusiastically pours into the lives of all life givers. It goes on to say that she's passionate about helping women to reach their spiritual and emotional wholeness. See why I love her. You know, we're on the same thing. I just love it. One of her primary goals is to help women discover their God-given purpose, which is fourfold. And this is good. I want y'all to listen, listen very carefully right here, because this is powerful. Okay, this this can preach right here. I love it. It says, um, the word of God to know self, accept self, develop self, and to give self. Now, if we can get those four attributes down, there's nothing that can stop us from walking on our calling. Keita, that's amazing. I love that. Honey, you need to write a book. I'm telling you. And there's four workshops right there. I'm just saying. Yeah. But she loves people both word and indeed, and she encourages women to naturally, spiritually, um, and, you know, her obligation to serve in her ministry and uh, with her children and her discernment. And I, I mean, I could just go on and on about this woman. She's such an amazing woman of God. She also has three wonderful sons, um, Jermaine, Jordan, and Joshua. And I'll tell you, I had uh, seen on Facebook what they did for you for Valentine's Day. I'm so blessed. Thank you. And they blessed my face. It was a surprise and it was just I just cried my whole my eyes out the whole time. <laughs> to be honored by your sons. They all put on black shirts and they yeah. took her out. They loved on her. They gave her jewelry and just made her feel so special. Yeah. And you know, that's how God sees us. And that tells me you're doing something right. Amen. You know? Amen. 
You know, in this world of, um, you know, teens and young people, we, we hear so much discouraging stories, but it's great to hear an encouraging story of what God does behind the scenes Amen. and they were honoring their mother, which is, we know the first commandment with promise. Yeah. So good for them. And I know I know that's a result of you and Sean training him up the right way. And it's just so beautiful to see. So key to this morning, uh, for those of you, I told you a cat might appear. So y'all just don't worry about my kitties here. They get kind of crazy. You know, I wanted to bring you on here this morning because you and I were talking about your cancer journey. And many of the people watching today followed that with you because we were talking about the importance of being transparent so that people have permission to be real and not water things down in their life, not cover things up. And so when you were talking about your story and I went on your Facebook page and I was like, she shared this. So people know they're not alone because anything we go through it, you know, the Lord allows us to get on the other side. So someone else that's coming right behind us can see that road and know there's light. Yeah. Kita, why don't you share with the viewers, take a few moments and tell those that have not heard your journey about how this went down. Okay. Well, thank you again for having me. Um, back, actually today, today is one year anniversary to the day that I actually got the lump to go and got and made the call to go to the doctor. Wow. February 19th, um, 19, 2019, um, that I actually made the, the doctor's appointment because there was, I woke up with a lump under my arm so big, I could barely put my arm down. Um, my right breast was, was red and swollen. Um, it was very painful and it was hot. And so I was like, I called all my nurse friends. I have like five friends that are RNs. I called them and said, hey, I got this going on. What do you think? Hey, I got this going on. They're like, girl, go to the doctor, <laughs> you know? And so I, I called and scheduled my doctor's appointment and I actually went on the 20th for my first appointment. Um, at that appointment, now let me back up just for a second. In August of 2018, I just had a mammogram. So nothing was there, okay? So now we are here we are, February 2019, and I have all of this going on. And there was nothing leading up to it. I wasn't sick, I wasn't, I didn't have any issues. There was nothing going on. I just woke up and it was there. And so I make the doctor's appointment. They sent me for immediate um, a mammogram and an ultrasound. It came back inconclusive for cancer. The following week, they sent me to a specialist. I get there, she looks at it. She verbally diagnosed just by looking at it, said, you have inflammatory breast cancer, but I've got proof it. So my husband being the man of faith that he is, he said, oh no, we don't receive that. Uh, doc, doc, I know what you're saying, but we don't receive that, you know. And so she does her testing. Um, she sent it off. It came back negative for cancer. So the following week, they sent me for uh, a MRI. You'll get the MRI. My right breast is literally like a light bulb. So we go back to the doctor and she says, this is why I say, you know, we need to do more testing because something is going on. So they sent me for a more in-depth biopsy where they actually went into the tumor um, that they found. Well, once I got in there, I actually had four tumors in my breast and one tumor under my arm. They were hidden. Couldn't even see them. Wow. Uh, couldn't feel them. So they found them. They tested them all. This is March. Now we're, we started out at February 20th. Now we're at March 12th is when I had that biopsy. March 13th, they called me the next day and told me that it was positive for in inflammatory breast cancer. Wow. And I got a stop and tell you about this day 
Um, because once I got that diagnosis, I'm, I was standing in the kitchen where they called and told me and my husband wasn't home. And so I called him and he comes home and he hung up on me. He wouldn't let me tell him over the phone. He came in. But once he walked in the house, he saw that that, that the call was that it was positive. And so we immediately, you know, you have your moment, you cry, you do all of that. But after the tears and I'm just standing there and it's like the walls just began to close in on me. I was like, I said, honey, I got to go outside. I can't, I can't stay in here. So I walk outside and I'm, you know, we, we, we run our resume down to the Lord, you know, Lord, I do this and Lord this and la la la. you know, you're going through all of that. And, and just out of, out of, in the midst of my resume, the Lord said, Keita, I need you to decide how you're going to go through this. And I paused because when the Lord speaks to me, he's, he is intentional and he is strategic and he means exactly what he said. So I stopped to listen, to think about the words that I heard within me. Come on now. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta, <laughs> you gotta work with me. What I heard in me was Keita, I need you to decide how you're going to go through this. And I said, Lord, I'm going to give you the glory. And the next thing I heard him say was be loud. He has not said another thing since March 13th. That's, that, was the, that was the last assignment that he gave me. So when, when he said that to me, I said, okay, the tears were gone. The fear was gone. The doubt was gone. The word was, all of that was over for me because I got a word from the Lord. He said, I'm going through. That means you're coming out on the other side. So all I have to do is go forth and do exactly, just follow his leading. Whatever I feel Holy Spirit leading me to say, because he said, be loud. So as I went through the journey, um, that was on the 13th. On the 20th, I had my court put in. The 27th, I had my first uh, round of chemo on March 27th. April 14th, all my hair fell out. <laughs> so that was it was it was a quick turnaround. I had went through six rounds of chemo. And if you uh, look on Facebook, you'll see that I documented every last one of those because of my obedience unto the Lord. Yes. And, and what he told me uh, to do, every color, everything that I wore, um, everything that I said, he told me exactly what to do and how to move forward. And even though it was a blessing to others, it helped me yeah. because you can't encourage someone and be depressed at the same time. That's exactly right. It kept a smile on my face. It kept me upbeat. It kept me in his face and in his presence that even though I was going through it wasn't in me. My soul was not scarred. So I don't have to walk around and talk about the pain of the things that I endured and going through because he carried me through. And those times that were hard and difficult, I would just lean on him and I would go into worship. And when I came out of worship, everything was different. The pain was gone. The diarrhea was gone. The vomiting was gone. I didn't take all those meds. <laughs> I, I worshiped the Lord. And so... Uh, July the 10th, I had my last round of chemo. Um, on August the 7th, I had a double mastectomy. Um, August the 13th, I got the report that the cancer was gone. So May 13th, I'm sorry, March 13th to August 13th is five months. That's the number of grace. Yes. The grace of God just carried me right through yes. every bit of that. So that was the end of the cancer, but I also did do radiation as a uh, preventative. Um, so I did went through 20 rounds of radiation in October. And right now I'm doing a hormone replacement therapy and I have six more rounds of that, but it's just to suppress my hormones because the cancer was hormone related. So what I'm doing right now is just preventive things 
But that journey going through all of that was ordained. But I know, I know God does not put sickness on us. That's not That's what right. I mean. That's right. Amen. God does not put sickness on us. That's right. But things, when they come into our lives, they are designed for us to give him the glory. Yes. It says whatever state you are in, we are to glorify our Father. Amen. It doesn't matter what it looks like. He is able to bring us through. He's able. He is a deliverer. He is a strong tower. He is our buckler. He is our shield. He is all of that. But if we don't go through nothing, how do you know? Amen. How do you know? You know, and so it's one of those when you keep your eyes fixed upon him, when you he will send everything that you need right when you need it. I made it my point. Some people were not allowed to communicate with me. I had to had to guard my ears, the brain guard my eyes, yeah, so that I could stay in tune of him because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And doubt and fear comes when you allow the wrong things in. So when, when you're in a fight, and come on now, we're, we're soldiers for the Lord. So we're always in a fight. That's right. Fight the good fight of faith. Amen. To stay in faith, you got to stay around faith. You got to stay around fire. And not saying that, that, that the people that I had to shut out were, were not um, uh, saved or Christians, but I needed a certain type of faith speaking to me. You yes. understand what I'm saying? You, you got to guard that. And so I, I want to challenge us because we as people of God, our mouths are seated. Come on. What we speak is what we're manifesting. And so you got to, when, when everybody can handle, especially in the African-American community, and I'm not racist or anything or anything like that, but in the African-American community, when we hear cancer, the first thing we think is death. Yeah. Fear. We fear death and you know and so i'm like no mm -mm. no we, we, we can't i had someone when all my hair fell out they saw me and they just broke down and started crying it's like i don't want nothing to happen to you i'm like hold up wait a minute look at me stop stop crying for me and look at me look at my face i know you don't see any hair but do you see the smile on my face honey i'm just fine <laughs> you know so you, you you have to you have to guard yourself yes you have to 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 stand firm and who God has called you to be, knowing that he is well able, that he will deliver you. And that's what I stood on. Wow. Yeah, and that is the test of faith. It really is. You know, it's easy to have faith when everything's going well. I mean, it really is. So, so Kita, this was a short period of time. So I'm so grateful that they found it quickly. Yes. And able to eradicate it. Yes. But, you know, that whole number five, the whole grace thing, you know, and I, I don't know this, you know, I don't want to stretch anybody's theology here, but what would happen if you would have responded in fear instead of faith? I mean, I think I would still be battling. Yeah. yeah. I would still be battling because God works through faith. Amen. We have to understand that, you know, faith is the substance of things hopeful for. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's the evidence of things not seen. That's right. You know, you you got to know that you know that you know. We have to fight this faith by knowledge. Come hmm. on. It's what you know. You can be taught wrong and live wrong. That's right. You got, it's what you know. And when you when you understand that faith is not the tangible, that faith is not what you see right now, that you can look at a thing and look beyond it by by, by faith and call that thing, call things that, that are not as though they were. Come on. I get up every single morning and I listen to John P. Key, I am healed in Jesus' name. 
I listened to that song faithfully every single morning because I was reframing my world. I had people on the outside of me, doctors telling me, well, you can't this and you can't that, you can't this. Even I was having um, urinary tract infections. After my first chemo, they gave me two types of medication, did nothing for that urinary tract infection. Holy Spirit, I was in the middle of getting a treatment. Holy Spirit said, ask for fluid. Mm. I said, okay. I've already seen the doctor, so I got my husband to get the nurse. I said, can I have fluid? She said, I don't know. Let me let me call your doctor. They went and did the math thing because if you get too much fluids at one time, it'll start heart disease. Yeah. So they um, they did the math and they said, you can have a half a liter. They gave me the half a liter. As I'm leaving, Holy Spirit said, ask for more fluids. I said, so I asked the nurse, I said, can I come back for fluids? She said, you can't come tomorrow, but you can come every other day. Uh, you can come on Friday. So that was a Wednesday. She said, you can come on Friday. Holy Spirit said, for a week, ask for fluids every other day. So I just said, well, can I just come every other day for a week? They put me on the schedule. No more urinary tract infection. <laughs> that didn't come from my doctor. That didn't come from my nurses. And that didn't come from me. That came from Holy Spirit. Yes. So even in the journey, you have to be bold yes. to say yeah. what you hear. I know you don't have the degrees, but you you serve the doctor who made the doctor who made the doctor who made the doctor who knows all, who knows you because he created you from the foundation of the earth. He knows exactly what you need. And if you will seek him and go after him, he will give you everything that you need to miss of him. Girl. I'm saying even through the whole journey, yes, I thank God for my doctor. I yes. thank God for him, for them. But I understand that there is someone who knows more than they know. The, the people that they were prescribing for me were not working. <laughs> but when I went to the source, he said, all you need is a little more fluid. <laughs> the creator of life. It's the creator of life. You know, so he is he is absolutely infinite yeah, in knowledge and wisdom. And we, we tend to, to go to him last because we want to be in control. But if we were seeking first, the kingdom of God, yes. his righteousness, all that we need will be added unto us. Amen. We just got to seek him first. Yes. Amen. You know, that's so powerful because it is so true. A lot of times, you know, we're like, well, God, I'm trusting you, but I'm going to try A, B and C. Right. And then all we can do now is pray. Like, like it's a, like a last resort. Like the last resort. If we done that first, we wouldn't be all the way over there. Come on. We make that yeah. our whole game. You yeah. know, let's go yeah. to the throne and see what dad has to say about this and listen to his strategy. And I'm with yeah. you. You know, I am grateful for doctors. I take a real holistic approach to life, but I didn't always. And I had, you know, I've had many doctors over the years. I wouldn't be alive today if it wasn't for those doctors. Yeah. You know? And when I went through cervical cancer back from 1989 to 1991, you know, I, it was, it was a nightmare. You know, yeah. I was a young mom. My mom was dying cancer. And then, um, you know, I didn't know Jesus, you know, yeah. I mean, I thought I did, you know, I had, a Bible yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I had this stuff at the Lord's prayer hanging in the dining or the, you know, right. the room and prayer of St. Francis of the sissy in the other room. I was a, you know, I was a cat, cat to Baptist. <laughs> I was a Catholic that was going to, you know, dibble yeah. dabbling in the Baptist church and uh -huh. I didn't know Jesus if he would have showed up. And well, yeah. I'll tell you what, I did respond in fear. I respond in a lot of fear because yeah. I see my, what was my mom was going through. Yeah. I didn't have a clue about faith. Yeah. You know, I was, I was completely lost and it was a three year battle wow. and only by the grace of God, yeah. you know, I got through that, but yeah. you know, it was a difficult time. I was yeah. coming out of a lot of stuff. So, you know, I say all of that to say this for years, 
even after I became a Christian, I had to stand against fear because I was still seeing an oncologist until like 2005. And finally, you know, I became a Christian in 1998. And I kept saying, why do I have to keep seeing these doctors every year? You know, why? And they kept saying, well, because your family history and because of, you know, your history and all of this. And I'm like, y'all that took every part I had. <laughs> you know, there's not a whole lot left to me down there. And so, but in, in 2006, I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stand on the truth that I am, I've been free from this thing for a long time. I am no longer a slave to sickness and disease. And when sickness and disease shows up, and I've had my plethora of health problems, you know. I'm just coming out of the battle right now with some adrenal stuff, you know, but God, but God, but God, you know, and so I am standing on his truth, his words and testimonies like yours to keep me strong, to know that in the midst of the battle, we get to respond a different way. And I love the fact that, that, that you would put praise out front, you know, because we know the great Bible story where the worshipers were out front. Yeah. The worship yeah. was real front yeah. and the enemy was self-slaughtered because yeah. he couldn't handle the praise of the people. Yeah. And, you know, so it's just so like our dad to, to give us a strategy. Absolutely. And he does this in other areas of our life besides sickness. He yeah. gives you a strategy about your marriage. Yeah. He gives a strategy about your kids. Yeah. He gives a strategy about your job, your career, and all of those things. That is amazing. You know, I would love to just go on and on talking about this topic because it's so powerful. So those of you that are watching, I want you to watch this even on the replay. Watch it more than once because I'm telling you, this woman just preached about six messages. Okay. <laughs> and I want you to get that down in your spirit because that is how we have to respond to life. Yes. We have to respond with faith. We've got to narrow the voices and we have got to keep the focus on the Lord. And we have got to trust that he has gone before us and our enemies scattered. And so if, when we stand in the truth of God's word, we can endure anything. Amen. You know, you know, the scripture tells us that weeping endures for the night, but joy comes in the morning. And, you know, there's times at the end of the day where you feel just like pressed down, you know, you've got the diagnosis or you got the, the word about the layoff or you got the, you know, the kid that's going, you're going, oh, what am I going to do about this? But the fact of the matter is, is we have got to stay laser focused on the Lord, I'm just laser focused on the Lord. And when we do that, we're razor focused on the enemy. We just chop him right up. He can't. Amen. And greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. So, Keita, that's powerful. You know, I was thinking as you were talking about, you know, a lot of people are watching and they're like, well, I've never dealt with cancer. I've never dealt with illness. But, you know, you some of y'all may be married. And I was talking to Keita before the broadcast and her and Pastor Sean have something coming up. Keita, share with the viewers about the upcoming event. Absolutely. On March the 13th at 7 p.m., we're going to host our very first marriage uh, seminar, if you will. It's called Marriage Uncut. Um, and we're just going to be raw <laughs> and honest about our marriage and hopefully that you can glean from us. Mm -hmm. um, we've been married 15 years. And I will tell you, when we first got married, you had, we, we are a blended family. I brought two children to the marriage. And so having said that, I've been a single mom for 15 years. So if you know anything about being a single mom, <laughs> you didn't control, you run it, you, you think because you're saved and you love the Lord. And now God has sent you this amazing husband that you're ready to be that quote unquote submitted wife. <laughs> um, reality hits real hard <laughs> um, once you get in it. Um, but marriage uncut, nothing is off limits. You, we're going to talk about it all. And so come on out and join us. It's going to be at 507 North University Street, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. At 7 p.m., the tickets, we're going to sell tickets. There will be food. There will be live music as well. 
And um, and the tickets will be uh, $40 per person, so $80 per couple. And you'll be able to see all that on Facebook, and, and it'll be on eventbrite.com uh, as well. Excellent. When that Eventbrite is out, y'all, I'm going to share it in the post of this uh, broadcast so you can easily access that and register for that. And I encourage you to do that because our marriage needs enrichment. Y'all know I'm a marriage counselor. And and I'll tell you, if you do not put fuel in your gas tank, you ain't going nowhere in your relationship. That's how it is. Pop that hood up, check underneath there your love gauge and, you know, your your submission gauge and so forth. And I think that's beautiful. And that's actually how I met Keita was at a marriage event. And I know their heart to see healthy marriages, how they want to see breakthrough in your families. So, you know, this is a great date night. Make it, you know, make it a date night because they're going to have food. Yeah. Right, there, right there's enough to show up. I'm just saying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. And, and one of the other things that Keita and I share, and I asked her to share a few moments about today is because I, I, I'm an entrepreneur. She's an entrepreneur. And in order for us to be able to do the things that God has called us to do, we have to have flexibility in our life, but we also have to have income. We all have bills to pay. We all have people to bless. We all have things to do. And so a couple of years ago, I got involved in network marketing. And many of you know that I am heavily involved in my daily choice. But Keita is involved in It Works. And I've got a lot of friends in that uh, vein and it's it's a cool business so Kiva, take a moment for those out there and tell them a little bit about your business and i'm not i'd hate to be rude but my dog has been barking this whole time i'm gonna let the dog in you tell them about it works okay i can hear awesome well i am like she said i am in network marketing with it works global we are a beauty health and wellness company uh, we have over 40 uh, beauty, health, and wellness uh, products. I use all of these products during my uh, cancer journey, which absolutely helped me. Uh, my skin stayed um, moisturized and vibrant with our skincare line. Um, I actually, our greens help to de detoxify. So I, I help to get all of those chemicals out of my body uh, quickly by taking the, the greens daily. Um, and so we also have weight loss products. Um, we do have a Thermophyte X, which is clinically proven to help you lose uh, 30 pounds, 31 pounds in 90 days, um, taking two tablets a day. And so um, it works. Uh, we've started, we are a debt-free company. We started in 2001 with that crazy rap thing, but <laughs> we have shifted. Uh, we are now known for our coffee. Uh, we uh, we have keto coffee, which is more of a creamy, creamy coffee for those of you who like cream. And now we also have a skinny brew, which is a black coffee with, with a French roast that is phenomenal. So for those of you who don't like cream, we do have um, our um, skinny coffee. Um, it helps to suppress your appetite, helps you burn fat. And then we also have a tea that we just, it's, it's a chai tea uh, we just come out with that does not have caffeine. Um, but it will also help you lose weight and stay fuller longer as well. And so, you know, if you are interested in uh, partnering with me to build your team, it is an absolute amazing opportunity. It's $69 to join um, through the 29th of this month. Pick me up and we'll get you going. You know, I love that Kina, because, um, you know, we all have different side gigs or things that we do. And, you know, I, uh, I think it's 80 percent of all women that make over six figures do it in network marketing. And, um, you know, I just want to say to those of you that are thinking, well, you know, 
um, you have a stereotype uh, mind of what that looks like. Let me tell you, you're looking at two God, godly women filled with the Holy Ghost you know, who love the Lord, who are involved in this type of industry. This industry is a blessing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is such a blessing. And can, I, can I say one more thing about yes. marketing? Yes. You think about the Proverbs 31 woman. Come on. She didn't go work for someone else. She did network marketing. Yes. She worked. She created everything and she went out yes. and cared and sold and took care of her household. Yes. So open your, do your research. <laughs> do your research before you, you decide because when you are time constrained, you're going, and I'm not knocking anyone who goes to work. Right, right, sure. Hear, sure. Hear, hear me when I say this. Yes. When you know the call of God that is on your life and your vocation is 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 what God has called you to do, your occupation is how you make money. When you can merge those two, because this company is a Christian company, when you merge those two and you can talk about the kingdom and make some money at the same time by helping people get in good health to get healthy, to get to where they need to be, because God needs us to be a living sacrifice. Yes. Okay? yes. A living. That means your body, you diabetes, you ain't got time to be worried about diabetes. And your, sugar, your blood sugar is too high today. And You know, you got all this stuff going on inside your body. When you can have a product that can help take care of those, those issues, get you healthy, and then you can further the kingdom of God all at the same time. Amen. So don't, don't knock what you don't understand. You know, we we, we we always say no to what we don't understand out of fear. But if you take the time to do the analysis and get a good understanding, you will you will see that this can revolutionize and change your life. And we serve a God of more than enough. There is an abundance. Yeah. There is enough for all of us to partake. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Yeah. And then that, that's exactly why it doesn't bother me to get on here and talk about somebody else's business. You know? well, because I mean, I'm in business too. You know, we, we need people to join keto. We need people to join yeah. and we don't care because we're sisters in Christ and we understand yeah. the kingdom business. And, and we do recommend entrepreneurship for several yeah. reasons. We've both been in career fields. We've both mm -hmm. had jobs in the past. Yeah. But the reality is, is that your call could be just to homeschool your kids. You know, but your your call may be to be a you know pastor's wife and wears a lot of hats, or like in our situation, you know why I got involved in network marketing is because God put on our heart to start a recovery school, and that's what our heart is. And and we're looking, you know, in order for me to do full time ministry, I have to have the time to do the things He's called me to do. Because if I'm in my nine to five grind, I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, yeah. I mean, I literally in 2014, I had to resign from corporate America because I burned out my adrenals. I was so sick. You know, I was because I was doing I was working like 40, 50 hours in the insurance industry and I was uh, counseling on Tuesday and Thursday nights. And then I was over, you know, women's group at our church that had like over 100 women and, you know, over the groups that were over the groups. And you know, there was just and there was always, a, you know, a kid in trouble or a marriage in crisis and so many things going on. And I was trying to do all these things. And the Lord told me, Kita, he told me to leave that job. Yeah. And I was a sick woman at the time with insurance and benefits. 
And as a single woman, you know, I would like to say, oh, I was so, you know, obedient to the Lord. I said, yes, Savior, and stop. And I didn't. And I, you know, I look back on that time because at the, this was pre-Kevin, you know, before I got married. And I look back on that time. Actually, this was, he told me this in 2013. And then he brought Kevin, he brought Kevin into my life, you know, back into my life in 2012. And then in 2013, he told me to do that. And, and all, all my friends and everybody was like, you can't quit your job. You can't quit your job. Yeah. You know, so at that time, if someone would have gave me the network marketing opportunity, yeah. I had dabbled dabbled in other stuff before. Yeah. I was having a side gig. You know, I did the yeah. journal, I did the makeup. I did right. when I was 18, I sold Tupperware. If that tells you, <laughs> you know, I always had a side gig yeah. too because I was trying to raise kids. Yeah. But I had the opportunity I had right now in 2014, my glory, glory to God, I would yeah. have blown it out of the water yeah. to get out of that job. So some of you watching may say, I, I have to get out of my job. Yeah. We're not saying go quit your job. Right. Unless the Lord tells you, if the Lord tells you to, don't procrastinate like me. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Out of my disobedience. And I'm yeah. just being real with y'all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> being totally yeah. unreal. But you can do it on the side and literally build that thing up to where you can get to the point where you walk in and say, okay, here's my resignation. Here's my two weeks notice yeah. that, you know, built up because yeah. most women do it part time. Right. Absolutely. And yeah. it's to me, it's no different than if I go and have a good steak somewhere, I'm going to be like, oh, my gosh, Kate, I had the best meal over here. Yeah. Out or 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 if I've watched a movie and I'm like you should check out this movie. You are recommending things. What network marketing does is it uses people like myself and Kima to where they can use us as their advertising and they don't waste money doing like the commercials on TV or the billboards and all the different things. They allow entrepreneurs like us to promote the products that we believe in. You know, she has amazing products as well as we have all these crazy. Y'all know my products, and if you don't know my products, you need to check me out. I am the CBD lady. And I'm going to tell you, hemp will not get you high unless you make a rope out of it and climb right. it. That's the only way hemp is going to get you high. So, you know, people look at me like I was a crazy woman when I got in this. Yeah. They're like, CBD? Oh, Maggie's done backslidden. She's done <laughs> back to her past, you know, because, you know, I was an entrepreneur at a young age and it wasn't a legal profession. What right. I was yeah. a teen. Okay. I'm just saying. That's, look, that's my testimony too, sis. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> my husband, I said, you know, what are we going to do? But whenever I prayed about it, the Lord said, go for it. Oh, and, and, you know, it literally changed things. So we, we like to use this business when our business gets to a certain level right now. I'm what's called a 10K affiliate. When we get up to a hundred K affiliate, I can take a portion of that money and, and we can launch the recovery high school yeah. and help a whole lot of people, yeah. you know, Unless people want to support the ministry, you know, but then you got to rely on Christians being obedient. And I'm just saying, come, come on. on, come on, come on. You're talking right, sis. <laughs> so, you know, I have a reason for starting my network marketing yeah. company and Keita has hers. I mean, yeah. my goodness, she's got three amazing boys. Yes. They need her. Yes. And this affords her the time to do this. Yeah. And guess what? When Keita needs to do something for the church, she doesn't have to say, uh, you know, this is going on. Yeah. Or if one of her kids has got a special event at school, she doesn't say, can I take off at this time? And somebody say, no, we're shorthanded. You, you can't right. go. Right. You know, yeah. we can do life on our terms according to Jesus leading. 
Okay. So I'm super honored to, you know, be in the industry with people like Eda that, you know, we're, we're out to change the name of it because it's got a bad rap. You know why it got a bad rap? Is because people come in, they think it's a get rich quick scheme. And it's, not. And, and it's a networking, not not working. Come on. Come on. So we have to understand what it is. So they come in this. I, I have people tell me this all the time. You know, Maggie, I tried network marketing. And I said, really, how long were you in it? And they're like, oh, about three weeks. <laughs> I'm like, a brick and mortar doesn't even really make a profit until after about five years. And they pay dollars and that is true gospel. We have two brick and mortar businesses. Okay, you know. Five years. Because by the time you finish paying for all your equipment and all the stuff, you got to recoup that money. That's you right. That's so right. it takes you at least five years to even sustain. And actually, most startup brick and mortars don't even last five years. They don't. They usually <laughs> under it within about a year. Yeah. And you've got all that overhead. You know? So you've got the overhead of, you know, if you're selling a product, you've got yeah. your overhead of, of your inventory, you've yeah. got all your employees, you've got all yeah. that buku insurance and taxes yeah. out there. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. why I forgot y'all got a barbershop. Yeah. 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 Tell them about the barbershops. Let's put in a plug for the barbershops. Yes. We have University Barbershop on uh, 725 Castle Street. And then we also have Blue Raider Barbershop at 1403 Greenland Drive. Oh my goodness. And Beauty and Barber. So there are beauticians in the back, barbers in the front. And so, hey, yeah. is that where Melissa works out of? Y yes. Oh my gosh, yes. y'all had Melissa yes. on here last week. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect example of an entrepreneur there. Absolutely. She's wearing yes. many hats and so forth. And yes. I, even, I yes. did not connect the pieces. Yes. So that is Absolutely. so cool. I knew y'all knew each other, but I didn't, you know. Yes. I, you know. Yes, that's awesome. So yes. listen, I want y'all, if you need to get your haircut, go see someone at one of these establishments. If you need to get your marriage filled up and if you think you don't, you're wrong because we all need it. You know, check out this marriage conference again. I'll put the event right in here. If you're looking to start a side gig, you know, take a look at Akita's, take a look at mine. We don't care. We just want to get you in the right place to where you can do what God's called you to do. And in addition to that, I want you to remember the message of faith. Okay, the message of faith that Kita brought this morning, and you may need to go back and watch this two or three times. And because the reality is, is that what she said can be applied to any area of your life. She has kicked cancer in the butt. And Friday, I'm going to have another friend on here who kicked cancer in the butt. And she also followed the strategy of the Lord. She listened to the Holy Spirit the whole time. And, and so God... God is wanting his people to raise up and give a testimony. We don't get testimonies without tests. So if you're in the fire today, don't you think for one minute that God's not there with you? Just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you're going to come out of this thing and you're not going to be burned. But you're going to have to operate in a level of faith and not fear. And so I want you to keep that out, out there in front. I want you to share this on your timeline. Get it out to someone who needs encouragement today. Uh, go and follow my sister, Kita, because she's a live streamer like me. And she's always got good stuff on there and, and words of encouragement. And, you know, listen, we all need that. People, you know, put a lot of negative stuff on social media. Yeah, they do. Or or they make life look perfect on social media. Come on. And so we, we're here to bring balance to the yeah. airwaves. We're here yeah. to bring balance that, yes, there are trials, there are tribulations, but Jesus said, cheer up, I've overcome the world. And right. if you have some problems while he's here and people is hating on Jesus, you're going to go through some stuff. I'm just saying. Yeah. But 
you have got to be able to discern that. And like Kita said, fight the good fight of faith yeah. and uh, worship your way through it, you know, right out of that pit yeah. to the back. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Uh, Y'all make sure you get this out. We thank you for getting with us today and we'll see you next time on keys to your best life. God bless. Bye -bye. Hold on, Keith. Stay on there for a second.